Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. It's three weeks ago yesterday. Is it? Yes. Three weeks ago yesterday, that or Wednesday rather, that the bottle tax became a thing. The machines got switched on and the bottles began to arrive with the little sticker on them and the barcode. And I've heard one or two people who were happy enough with the way the machine worked. But we've heard a lot of people who were not. I haven't yet had occasion to use a machine. I've got about eight or nine bottles at home at the moment. I think I must pop down to one of the shops over the weekend and see will it all work. The little sticker and the whole thing. But is it working? Uh, one man who has a, a couple of off licenses, and I think Derek Matson, you've got one machine across your company. Are they working so far? Good morning to you. Good morning, BJ. Um, are they working so far? The one that we have in the shop in Grange is is it, it is working. Technically, it is working. There are a few little um, a little hiccups with it. Will it, will it read every barcode that's 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 uh, on the system? We've had a few issues where it hasn't been doing so. Um, some products that could that that were going through the, the the system then weren't going through the system and are back on the system now. Uh, in general, it will work. There's going to be teething problems with it, but but in general, I think it, it will work. It just it's going to take a little bit of work from the retailers to make sure that it's um, that everything's working properly. We're still in a crossover period where not every bottle or can has the little R on it yet. What's the story there? Can I bring a bottle or can that doesn't have an R on it, or if I buy a bottle or can in your off license that doesn't have an R on it, can I put it into the machine? So there, there are two and a half thousand products which are being referred to as international barcodes that are currently being accepted by the machines. So these are barcodes that uh, companies have registered for now before they before they they put the um, the DRS logo on their on their cans. Obviously, there's an awful lot of stock on the Irish market of of plastic and cans that um, that was there prior to prior to DRS coming in. So you you can't just discount all of that product. That is that's to be recycled, and 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 we want that. Everybody wants that stuff to go back through the system. Yeah. So there are barcodes that are turned on at the moment um, that will go back through the machine that do not have the DRS logo on them. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the the date on this has changed a little bit because initially it was it was sometime in March, some, then it was sometime in May. Now I'm hearing that it's the the first of July that those barcodes will be left on until. And will continue to work on the machines until then. Mm. Um, and after that, then they will need the DRS logo on them. Yeah. In retrospect, Derek, would it have been a better thing to do to start gradually introducing these barcodes and just start bringing the machines in when everything was gone off the shelves and all we had was properly barcoded product? 
Well, yeah, that that would would have been one way to look at it. The the other way of looking at it is just turn on all of the barcodes that are registered that anybody wants to register. So if you have an interest in a product that's in the Irish market, you register it with return, register it with the DRS machines, and turn on that barcode. And over a period of time, those barcodes will go through the system, and and the product can then be relabeled with with the correct barcodes mm. like I, I suppose you, you have to you have to understand that there's there's a lot of these companies certainly the smaller irish breweries yeah. that would have you know they'd have bought in labeling last year they'd have bought in cans last year that they would have needed to to pre-order for their product um and and now this is a change so that all that label has to change for them and it's you know it's it's not just stick a sticker on the side of the can it needs to be integrated into their labeling yeah um and and that 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 then uh will eventually clear through <clears throat> that's important will. actually it's not just yeah. i was looking at that in one or two of the bottles that i've gotten so far it's not a sticker it's part of the label and on the cans yeah. it's not a sticker it's it's part of the actual print on the can, and that that's very specific. In terms of the off-license trade that you're in yourself, like you mentioned there, smaller breweries, craft beers, international drinks that would you'd sell only, mm-hmm. you might only sell a, a few cases a year of some particular beer or other uh, in cans. How are we going to deal with that? Will, will you be able to, to, to put that through the scheme? Well, they will once that barcode has been registered and once the labelling on it. A lot of the craft breweries do seasonal beers. So during the winter, they will do particular style stouts. During the summer, yeah. they do sour beers and stuff like that. Um, and they would relabel and repackage those in smaller quantities on a yearly basis. They're just going to have to, to take that DRS logo now in to account when they're doing their labels um, for their seasonal beers. But then that that barcode as such needs to be registered with with uh, return so that it will be accepted in and out in into the machines um, and there's a cost then to the breweries and, and to anybody who's registering a product on 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 return what about imported that- beers like imported beers from the likes of spain or that kind of thing so that, that, that's where it becomes a little bit of a grey area because there are, if I'm not mistaken, there are currently three re, uh, recycle logos across Europe. This, this, this recycling system is coming in all the way across Europe. Every yeah. country is going to be doing it in the next three years. Um, there are, I believe, 15 countries signed up to do it at the moment that are in the process of doing it at the moment. Um, but there does appear to be a problem where there's no one European logo for these products. And Why am I not if we're a European, yeah, if we're if we're a European uh, country, and um, we have free trade across across Europe, so if something you produce in Spain is freely allowed to be sold in Ireland. It's, uh, the exact same for the Irish breweries; if they're freely allowed to sell their product in 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 Italy or France or Germany, then we can't. We we either need a European logo for this, or we need to accept re- to, um, recycle logos from other countries. Yeah. Now that's that, but isn't that the most bizarre thing? It's an EU-wide scheme, and yet there are a number of different types of label. Like that—that's just yeah. Mad. That's just mad. yeah. We, we, look, we're hearing that there will that there is a move in the next number of years to have one logo, one return recycle logo across all of Europe, um, which which obviously is is something that that should have been thought about before this whole thing started. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, and people people that uh, you're paid an awful lot more than you and me, Derek. We should have been thinking about this a year or two ago. Yeah. In terms of the machines yeah. themselves, and I know you only have one, but they mm-hmm. do. We learned they do now. They take in the bottle or the can. They crush mm-hmm. it, 
and then they mm -hmm. ask for the next one. So the idea yeah. of rocking up to a machine with a huge black bag full of bottles and cans, you'll be there for a while. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, my, my, my staff would beg and plead with you and, and all, of, all of the employees in the company do a little and often rather walking up with a, with a black bag and, and 10 or 15 uh, slabs inside it. Yeah, it, like it is, it is something that if, you, if, you're, if you're consuming, if you're buying, you know, a six-pack every two or three days, then bring the six-pack back with you and do it that way rather than, rather than um, oh, storing them at home where they're possibly likely to get damaged and then going to a return center and spending 20 minutes standing there putting the cans in that that would be the that you know that's that's a problem obviously mm. if the person at the start of the queue has got a black bag of cans and you're at the back of the queue with six cans you're not going to hang around to do that you're yeah. going to throw them back in the car you're going to you know you're going to you're going to recycle them at some other point um, like so if, I, if i if i if i have a if i have a party in my house of a saturday afternoon and or Saturday evening, and I have bought a slab of cans up at your place, and I bring them back on Monday to put them through the machine. A perfectly mm -hmm. good can or bottle. How long for each yep. one to go through the machine and say, right, ready for the next one? Right. So, so like you put in your 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 can, the barcode is scanned as it goes through the the entrance to the to the to the machine. Um, the, the machine takes a couple of seconds to register it. It opens the drawer, drops the can down, crushes it, and drops it down into the, the bin at the bottom of the of the of the machine. So you're maybe talking five, six, seven seconds per can. Right. Um. So so you know you you are you are standing there then for 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 a minute, minute and a half maybe. <laughs> and now, if it, does, of course, if it like, doesn't like it, it'll spit it out. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If it doesn't like it, it'll spit it out. Yeah. If it doesn't like it, it'll spit it out and you can retry it. So there, there are a number of reasons the machine won't accept a can. Okay. So it, it's either like the decision for the machine is either yes or no, I'm accepting it or I'm not. If the machine doesn't accept it, it won't accept it because either the barcode isn't registered to go back on the recycle system or the can is damaged or the can is full or there's something in the can. That's The machine can only do those jobs and decide and make that decision. So if the can is damaged, um, once the barcode is readable on the can, the machines should accept it. Yeah. But there is, the barcode is attached to a parameter of the of the, the can. So for each barcode, there's a registration of the size and the weight of that, that that barcode should be attached to. This is a bit like um, when you put your, your things up on the scale of the automatic machine in the supermarket. Everything has been absolutely. weighed. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. So if there's a variance in it where where there's liquid in it or somebody puts you know bits of paper or something like that into it, the machine won't accept it. Um, there are certain products on the Irish market, some, certain stouts that have the widget, the plastic widget within yes. them. So they have been weighed with the plastic widget 
in it. So that can then is registered as being slightly heavier because there's a, there's a, there's a widget within it. So then it will accept it because the machine knows that can is of the correct weight and shape that it's supposed to be. Yeah. Now, from what I've been told, there's a 35%, roughly a 35% variance from what the can is registered to what can go into it. So there can be little dents and little, you know, slight crushes on the can. Yeah. And the barcode will still register it. But if the barcode is in any way damaged, then the machine has no ability to read it. Then it has no ability to, to, to accept the, the, the product back and in. And do you have to put, this is such a silly question, do you have to put the barcode, do you have to say, right, put the right side of the bottle in or will it roll it around to find it? So on our machine, we don't. The, some of the bigger machines have that roll around system where it'll where it'll find it. Our machine doesn't. It has it has a light that comes from the top of it. If you put your hand into it, you can see a, a, like a little green spotlight. It's, it's the scanner. exact same as exactly. It's the exact same as the scanners that you have in your shop when you when you go into a, any any shop and they scan your product. It's the same thing. So they're designed to read the barcode as quickly and as, as efficiently as possible. Now, if you something over the barcode or if it's covered the wrong way, then then it could be a problem. But as you're putting the can in, it will show you, put the barcode, face the barcode up, put the can in, you will hear a beep, take your hand out, and, and the machine will do what it does. I see. I see. Um, the cost of the machines, uh, Derek, I heard yeah. you say in, in the news there that it was 13000 for the machine and that you get two, yeah. something like two at the two cents back per, per can or bottle that goes through it and you'd need to be putting through 650,000 to recruit the cost of it. But don't you, be, are you not able to write it off against your taxes? Well, you, uh, uh, in the same as purchasing anything else, like a, a fridge or a till or, or you know, a, a piece of machinery for your shop, you are able to write it off part of it as a capital expenditure. But but that's not giving you the money back. It, it is, you're writing off part of it. You still, you still have to outlay the money. And, and, and that is the, I suppose that's, that's you have the to find tricky the money, part yeah. is, is yeah, you've got to put out that money f straight up. And for us, the, yeah, the machine in Grange cost us €13,000. We get two cents back per can, which is uh, almost like a retailer's fee for it, which results in 650,000 cans having to go through the machine to, to pay it back. Some of the machines that you will see at, at some of the um, at some of the multiples uh, are enormous machines. And I'm imagining there's up to, to €50,000 mm. in cost for those machines to be put in. Um, obviously, they're designed to take an awful lot more uh, usage and, and, and put through and, and throughput. Um, it is it is an outlay. We will be able to write off some of it. And there is, I'm not 100% certain of the details of it, but there are grants available if you're not hitting specific targets. Have you? Have you? Um, but it, but it, will take, it will still take us three years, probably. Right. There, thereabouts to, to recoup this and, and, and to, um, to, to, get it, to get it paid for. Okay. okay. Now... We do. We are still kind of in that space between some stuff having the logo and mm -hmm. everything having the logo. And a lot of people have been on to us saying that the price of X, Y, and Z went up, even though there's no logo on it. What happened there? Do you know? Mm -hmm. uh, look, there's, there's, there, there has been price increases. Like PJ, you're, you're, you're well aware of the, the inflationary issues that have been going on in Ireland over the last number of years. So there, there have been price increases on certain products that have come in uh, in or around the same time that, that, that the, the DRS has been, has been charged. Is it unfair to suggest, Derek, and I'm not saying anything about your business, is it, mm -hmm. is it unfair to suggest that some of this might have been done under the radar? I speak particularly of a particular two-litre bottle of water that I, I, I 
by quite a lot of that was 85 cents before this now mm. is 95 then you put on your deposit and that came in quite mm. under the radar there's been an amount of it yeah look PJ, we, we we've received price increases from our suppliers in the last number of weeks mm-hmm. um uh, they're claiming that they've received price increases from their from their um from their producers mm-hmm. um there's possibly there's possibly a situation where where there's a little bit of of seeing an opportunity to throw on a few pence onto it possibly possibly there is i know for us in matins we haven't put on a price increase on any product um, apart from the the fifteen cent that goes on to that goes on to the the DRS, we haven't we we're we're maintaining our margins and not increasing anything um, to 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 try and take advantage of it. That's okay. that's no good for a small business like us. That's that's no good for us because people are price conscious when it comes to these products. Mm. Um, and you know when you're when your eight pack of carling goes from you know thirteen euros to fourteen twenty. People will ask questions straight away at the counter. Why? Why is that? And you're explaining that it's the DRS, yeah. and then they're understanding grand. So it was, you know, it was 13 euros. Now it's 14.20. It's 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 that's the DRS charge on it. So you're yeah. still paying your 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 13 euros. You yeah. can get your one euro twenty back, back when you come back from the machine can. when you bring it back. Yeah. Lastly, and that's, la- that's a big thing that I would that 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 we are kind of saying to all of our employees. This isn't tax. This is a deposit, and it is returnable when mm. you when you come back with the product, you, you will get your money back. Yeah, I've, I've seen it on signs in one or two places, all right, that I've been into, you know, that you will yeah. get your money back, bring it back and put mm-hmm. it in the machine. Lastly, and, yeah. you know, what's been difficult in terms of discussing this, Derek, over the last couple of weeks is that if you start to criticise it at all, some, uh, what's the word, idealists will put up their hand and say, ah, you're only a climate denier, the whole world is doing it. We're not. It's it. Was there a better way to do this, Derek? Assuming that we have to do it anyway, was there a better way to do it? I, look, from 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 our opinion and from my opinion, in, in in the the retail side of the industry, it would have been far easier to to just turn on register every barcode that's there, allow it all to go through the the, the return system, and over a period of time, surely surely retail uh, return can see can see what is and isn't going through these machines. They can register, they can they can count how many barcodes and, and which barcodes are going through. And over time, start turning off barcodes that haven't gone through any machine in the country in the last six months. And then, and, and slowly but surely, everything comes through, everything comes onto the system, and everything is then returnable. Um, should there have been, I mean, PJ, if we put these machines on the streets of Cork City, and and allow people to just randomly you know put their cans in and get and get a, a voucher out of the machine that they can use in any return registered shop. Would that have been the worst thing in the world? No, no. It, it, it might have, it might have helped the situation along. The way that it's been done now is it, it has been put on the retailer mm-hmm. to make sure that your machine is you know is clean and is 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 accessible and is emptied and serviced. It has been put onto the the, the foot of the retailer to do that. Yeah. And maybe, obviously, we're the, we're the people putting the amount of product onto the market. Maybe it should be our responsibility to, to, to take it back. But in the same vein, you know, should these things all be put into universities and every school and, and every public way. space to, to do it? And let alone the fact that we have a European, a Europe-wide scheme 
with three different mm-hmm. logos. It's just that that is just so you could say typically yeah, Irish, but you could say typically Irish, but it's Derek, <laughs> <laughs> a pleasure. Thank you. Derek Matson of Matson's off license. He's got a couple of branches including a great one up in Grange. Thanks, Derek. Courts ninety six FM.